You're driving on an unknown stretch of highway in an area you've never really been before in a car you don't own. Suddenly you take an exit on a corner that doesn't have one and find yourself at a diner. You walk up to buy a meal that you've never ordered before and a man with one extra limb too many offers you a hand. You've entered the Three Hands Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Three Hands Podcast, the show where we discuss things at like a super basic level and then just get stupidly deep with it. Um, This week, the topic is paradoxes, which is uh, why it was a paradox themed intro based on the Twilight Zone, Um, and which is a great show and everyone should go back and watch it and not watch the later ones where they reshot everything really badly. I disagree. Um, you disagree, you like the new one. The black and white ones can go away. <laughs> yeah, black and white. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty colour. Like, what is, what is in... Nah. What's, wrong, what's wrong with black and white? All the actors are like cardboard boxes and like... <laughs> yeah, but if, if it was in colour, you would know that there was a cardboard box there. Whereas nah, when man. it's just grey, it looks like it's lovely hard metal when those robots yeah. come after you. For eating no, the human flesh. The graphics, the graphics on the remade series uh, series are so up to date to the modern era. Like it blows my mind. There's that one where everyone's turned to dolls and like they sort of animatronic it up to a face and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like those ones. I like the old ones in black and white. They're a lot better. I, I like tried it. watching that one, which was like to serve man. Yeah, and like the big alien men and like with their giant heads. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> like, it's good. It's yeah. good. But like. I guess I'm sort of thinking it in an idealistic sort of way. Like, I just have fond memories of watching it 500 years after it came out when yeah. I was growing up. I think you have to hit it. At the, it's like one of those old things, like like playing like Game Boy Color, before Game Boy Color games or something like that, or like PS1 games yeah. or something. And they're just, they're shit, but like, you still love them. Oh, yeah. I have like. Because um, they have a place in your heart. I like banks of memories of playing crappy GBA games that, like the Star Wars ones on GBA emulators and it was horrible and they're wonderful. Yeah, man. I remember playing all of Minish Cap on that Windows 95. And oh. we removed it. Like the FPS was about one screen a second. So it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> if, if you'd been smart, you would have known that you disable the sound and it all runs really fast. You didn't tell me that, and I like sound. It's an important part of the game. Remember when we swapped ROMs on floppy disks? We literally did, didn't we? It was actually floppy disks. I know, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, then but- CD, then even that was pretty archaic. <laughs> so what we usually do is we search um, Google and look at the autocomplete suggestions that come up for the uh, topic of the week and this week is paradox so I've got why are paradox and the suggestions are why are paradoxes used why are paradoxes important why are paradox games so expensive I didn't know games based on paradoxes were expensive but I guess someone's got a monopoly on them why are, parado- why are paradoxes effective gee I don't know maybe because they fuck with your mind how are paradox how are paradoxes resolve? I just love putting in nonsensical starters and seeing how it finishes it off. <laughs> and then how much are pink paradox shoes? <coughs> I want some pink paradox shoes. They sound pretty cool. And they're like, you know, those, like that staircase, which never ends, but like shoes. I might 3D print a pair of those. Yeah. And then yeah. is paradox? Is life a paradox? That's a pretty heavy question to be asking Google. What do you reckon? I wonder what the answer is. I'm going to ask that. I'm you want to know the answer? Says. Is Flashpoint Paradox on Netflix? I don't know. Why are you asking me? Is an oxymoron a paradox? Is I it? I guess. It's sort of. of. It's like not. a tautology. Yeah. But it's like it's like a real low-level paradox. Like on the scale of paradoxes. Yeah, it's like a got, super boring paradox. Like, like You've got a level 10 paradox, which is like life. Yeah. Level nine paradox is like uh, Esh's stairs where you can't get up them because you're always below <laughs> the other level. 
Then like level five is like still enough probably to destroy an AI and blow up a robot. And then there's like then the, you get, Yeah, and then yeah. there's like you have all the time in the world to read your books and you drop your glasses. That's like a level four. Yeah, it's like you know, the Twilight Zone sort of trope episode sort of one. But then down to level one, you've got like you fucked up your grammar. Yeah. And that's what that's that's a paradox as well, sort of. Yeah. You get <laughs> negative one marks for grammatical paradoxes. Is yeah. Interstellar a paradox? Is what? Interstellar the movie. I haven't seen it. I mean, uh, I assume it's about, I think it's about space. And I know they're yeah. all like, oh, there's a Tesseract. And all the scientists were like, that's a pretty good Tesseract. <laughs> I don't know. What. A Tesseract is like a, like a cube. So, so it's, uh, I'm already excited. So, so in 2D, you have a square. But if you reduce the dimension from a square, it becomes a line. But if you give it a dimension, it becomes a cube. But if you give it a cube an extra dimension, it becomes a tesseract. Ah. Yeah, I explained that. Like a balloon and something bad happens. Yeah. Um, is Schrodinger's cat a paradox? Like, like that. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. How paradox? <laughs> how to use paradox in a sentence? Well, you just did. Although yeah. you did it as a question. Good work, mate. Is you a succeeded. A hey? If, if it ends in a question mark, is it really a sentence? I guess it is. Well, it has a dot, so... So yeah, but it's like a cheat dot, like a like a. Yeah, it's dot. like the kind of dot you get at like the street corner where the guy's just giving them away. Yeah, it's not like a good solid full stop. Like you can't afford a normal full stop, so you have to add a bit to it. <clears throat> well, it's basically Which like that. When you have a statement, it's because you can afford to make the statement. But when you have a question, it's because you don't have enough social value oh, to be able to like, <laughs> say that something means something. It's like an economy of information. Yeah. Hmm. How is life a paradox? How to watch Flashpoint paradox? <laughs> How is Macbeth a paradox? Did you know Macbeth is a paradox? I, I did Hamlet. <coughs> I haven't seen Macbeth. That's yeah, the one about. The closest I have to Macbeth is McBain. That's, <laughs> I've just got <laughs> McBain <laughs> screaming in the back of my mind. Apparently, that's a complete movie in that show. Like yeah, no, I, I heard that as well. Yeah, someone posted it somewhere. For, for the listeners, um, on The Simpsons, in like the background of various scenes on The Simpsons, you have like McBain like doing some iconic action movie bit, but they put them all together and it's a coherent movie. Ice to meet you. <laughs> um, how is time a paradox? Because you know, it only runs one way, <laughs> but maybe it doesn't. No, that's that's not a suitable paradox. That's like negative one on the paradox scale. Maybe it. That's a shitty paradox. I think negative one on the paradox scale is a paradox. Like Mm. that's probably better than level ten. So then that's a paradox (laughs) because how can it be negative one if it's a if that's a good paradox? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's already going off the rails. This podcast they're going to use when the. So robots take over to destroy them. <laughs> I hope not. I for there's one really, welcome our robot overlords. There's a really good being portal where like um your robot companion is trying to destroy the big monster robot. Yeah. <laughs> and like he's like, I don't know how to do it. We'll just um tell him a paradox, but she's a robot. So to oh, tell the, right. so the robot can't tell the robot the paradox. <laughs> so they have to not think about the paradox while saying the paradox. Ah, okay. And the other one, she like couldn't finish it, and he just sort of goes, "Uh, no, shut up. It's great. It's a good <laughs> game." She's also a potato at the time. Ah, oh, okay. Um. So then, I've got my super helpful list of paradoxi. I've got the Fermi paradox, which you said you don't know, which is um weird. I thought you would know it. it. Oh, shut up. Tell me. Um, it's... See, now you're making me forget what it is. Oh, yeah. Good it's basically... Yeah. There's so many um, planets and things in the world. How... Uh, <clears throat> if the universe is so jam-packed as we say it is, and life exists on Earth, um, and statistically there's a pretty good chance that life is out there, where is it? Oh. They're really probably, made probably probably really far away. Yeah, I know that's pretty much the answer. <laughs> but we're always beaming out radio signals and shit like that. But I guess maybe our technology isn't as good as we think it is. There's a really good SMB signal, which is just like it's going to be the radio signal footprint left by mankind. It's going to be like 
nonsense, heaps of Hitler hate speech, then like <laughs> trashy pop music and then silence because we blew ourselves up. Yeah. And like that's going to be what the aliens find of us and they're sort of go. Well, I can't wait till we find alien pop music. It's going to be so weird. Maybe we have. Maybe. Maybe that's what static is. It's just yeah. ultra, really postmodern music. <laughs> I love this beat. <laughs> oh, man. I could rave to this. <laughs> Get all your limbs out. Um, and then we have Catch-22, which, like Fahrenheit 451, is also a book name that I haven't read. Except I was going to try and read it before this, but it's literally like a... It's You already know what it is anyway. You don't need to read the book to find out the spoiler. Yeah, but it sounds like a cool book. It's about a guy who has to act insane so he can get out of being in the military. But if he acts insane, they're like, oh, you're doing that because you're trying to get out of the military. That's something someone really sane would do. Then he has to stay in the military. <laughs> so it's basically, it's basically the book is about how it was shit during the war. That's yeah. all it really comes down to. No, you can't leave. When, like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, come to think of it, I'm pretty sure there's a Mr. Bean skit about that. A Mr. Like, Bean skit? Yeah, well, not Mr. Bean, but like the guy who's oh. <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Ron Atkinson. Yeah. Him and like the guy who played House and like that little guy who's like on all the architecture show, on the archaeology shows, used to be in this show about World War One. Okay. And like, there was one of them and he's just like, let's just act insane. And they go, are you insane? He goes, yeah, Wibble. They go, oh, you're, you're not insane. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> it's called, I forget. I'll find well, it. Well, now nah, you're very reputable, aren't you? I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then we've got the mother of all awesome paradoxes that are completely useless. We have the trolley problems. They're the best paradoxes. They're the most fun. Squashing really kids for days. Are really a pal- paradox? I guess it's like a moral paradox. Yeah, sort of moral paradox, I guess. On a related note, that show that I was talking about, it's called Oh, you know what? I, you know what I haven't seen as a trolley problem? What? I haven't seen one where you could um, pull the lever where it would hit you. I have. You have there was one that was just one? like, so what happens is you have a lever and if you pull it, it kills another, alter- it goes onto a track which leads <laughs> to someone in an alternate reality. Okay. Which is you. Oh. In that other reality. Okay. So you can choose to like save your friend in this reality, but kill yourself in another reality. It's basically a shit person detector because yeah. if you pull the lever, your alternate reality version is also going to pull it and a train is going to come out both ends and just smash into yeah. both of you. Yeah. There's only two parallel <laughs> universes in the Yeah. Each other. It's like a, yeah. What do they call it? That's the prisoner's dilemma. Like if you, if neither of you, if you both hate your friend enough to leave them alone, <laughs> you survive, both of you. Yeah. So, like, in one reality, you could go, uh, fuck my friend, I'm going to save myself, and then you get hit by a train, because in another reality, you <laughs> save your friend. So, like, you lose-lose, in that reality, no one wins. You just go dead. So, what if we had a catch-22 trolley problem? That would be, like... Um, in order to pull the lever, you'd have to get hit by the train. Maybe. So, okay. So, I don't think I can come up with something this complex. I'm so <laughs> yeah, without I'm going to think about it. Later on in the podcast, we should have a trolley problem <laughs> presentation. I'm going to think that this podcast goes on. And we'll come up with a good I want one. like a TEDx for trolley problems. Oh, man, I bet there is one. There's got to be one. <laughs> um, so then the next paradox I've got is Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, that's that one about how there's a cat. If you put it in a box, it probably dies. <laughs> it might yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually a pretty accurate summary. I yeah, I mean, it, when you when you actually discuss a paradox, it starts to lose its seriousness and interest. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Schrodinger must have been so proud when he realized he could stuff a cat in a box and not know if it's dead. And then the cat did. died and he felt bad. He only did it in the math, I think. <laughs> it's only a mathematical, mathematical cat. So there's a, there is a TED talk on trolley problems. It's not TEDx. It's an hour long. I'm not watching it. No, I'm not watching that either. <laughs> the line is, is torture ever justified? 
So it's probably a bit more extreme than the death. Yeah, no, I, it sounds like a super bad time. I don't want to watch that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to justify torture in my spare time. Well, that's what we do with trolley problems. It's not torture. It's Well. It's, I mean, they probably die quick. I mean, it's hit by a train. <laughs> well, depends, a if they, depends if they survived the first round. What if it was actually like a trolley problem, but it's actually just like some crazy person with a trolley and you can divert them? Okay. So for, for listeners, by the way, what the trolley problem is, like the basic trolley problem. Well, it's like it, when, when you got a trolley and there's some problems caused by that trolley caused yeah. by you, the and listener. They just, get out, they just get out of control. So I basically. Feel like, I feel like we leave a lot of imagination up to the podcast listeners in these, all these cases. No, they know exactly what we're talking about, don't you guys? Yeah, that's why they're listening, so they can yeah. learn all this stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Look at yeah. trolley problem. Yeah. It's, it's about a trolley and it hits a guy. Or five guys, you choose. <laughs> Basically, it's the bad or, person or equation. Yeah, are you one? Yeah, are you a bad person? Remember what, Do you sometimes yes. have feelings of rage welling deep inside you? Trolley problems are for you. Yeah. For, for anyone okay. else. You could probably like, you'd probably be happy with a false economy situation where you buy cheap, buy cheap shit and it breaks and you buy more cheap shit and it equals about the same cost as buying the expensive thing. Oh, that's what a false economy is. You didn't, what did you think it was? I don't know. Like, well, like when well, you have I, an economy I, 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 and you realize it's not real and everything like suddenly M9 Shyamalan's on you and <laughs> the economy yeah. isn't real. You could have buy something and then it's just like the price doesn't actually fluctuate on value. You go to buy <laughs> something. <laughs> but no, that's like um, what do I call it? Planned obsolescence is like where basically a heap of big companies like got together and made a conspiracy and they're all like, let's make everything shit so we can keep selling it. And like apparently it started with light bulbs. Yeah. Is that, is that planned good, obsolescence you reckon? Yeah, there's a good song about it. About light up. bulbs. Yeah, I don't think you can have a good song about light bulbs. No, trust me. I don't me, think no, that's possible. Probably, okay, for, for everyone, it's called Planned Obsolescence. It's by Animation Damnation. Look it up on YouTube. It's good. Yeah, it, don't do that. It's not very good. I, I'm yeah, telling no. you now. Don't do it. Eamon doesn't understand. Okay. So, we have iPhones. They just released their new iPhone. Mm. And, um, Yeah. They're planning to obsolete that one pretty soon. Yeah, it's planned. They planned it. Can you imagine if they like put out just a new revision every month and the old one just didn't work and you had to get a new one and it went to like the recycling center and they just pulled the parts out for the next one? It'd be awesome. Everything would be so fast. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like the economy would be efficient in a sense. What if you could get a phone that never ran out of charge, but you had to swap it every three months? That sounds like a trolley problem. <laughs> what? That's a trolley problem. <laughs> okay, what if you could get three phones that never ran out of charge, but it lasted five months? Are you a bad person? It's <laughs> cheaper, I guess. We use the utility argument. <coughs> what about um, Samsung with their exploding phones? What if you could sell a million phones and none of them explode, but you could sell 10 million and then have to deal with some of them exploding? Are you a bad company? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Are you a sued company? Probably not. Because <laughs> no one cares. Everyone's like, fucking her earbuds. Who cares about Samsung? They still have earbuds, at least, even if they explode in your face and melt you. Yeah. Um, then this, we phone, this phone immolates me. That's that's kind of annoying. But this phone doesn't have earbuds. That's real Ooh. annoying. Oh man, I'll take the exploding one. <coughs> yeah, at least it's a like a pseudo weapon if you need it. You know, it'll be really ironic. Is if uh, if if Samsung put um, oh, I'm not sure what com what company it is, but all shitty like um, CD players have an option called Base Explode, 
for like boosting what? the base. That's like the proprietary name, like base explode, but without an E on the end, like base explode. I don't know why. I don't know why. Don't ask me. That's just what they do. Every shitty car stereo that doesn't have an aux port has base explode. And um, <laughs> imagine if Samsung's Note 7 had base explode and then their phones are exploding. There'd be a cool pun there. <coughs> Zoidberg. And then. Excuse um, me. And then I just walked past in the background, <laughs> coughing. And so then we have the greater good. Yeah, that's a paradox. Because, like, then you've got to be not good in the, the, the lesser good. Yeah, the greater good sucks forever. Well, it only sucks oh, for, like, a the few people. The greater good's objectively better. It's just that you have to kill a heap of shit people. <laughs> On the way or something or like well i mean well, it depends how you want to look at life if we if basically do we care more about just the general existence of life or do we care about people being nice i mean i, I probably care about being alive more <laughs> no but i mean do you care about ten thousand ants no then why do you care about ten thousand shitty people just they're bigger they're bigger <laughs> They're like they're like twenty thousand like, ants. Like in terms of mo- molecules, there's more of them. Yeah, exactly. And they can get me more food. It's just my economy. I my guess, but economy. but in this situation, you got to sacrifice them because the gods told you to, and you're not going to get any food if you don't. Oh, like let's replace the god. Really, that's not really a greater good, is it? That's just being a cunt. Yeah, but you know, it's under the guise of the greater good. Let's pretend, what if it was the government instead of the gods told you you had to sacrifice the shitty people in order to be fed? For the crops to be good. Otherwise, you starve to death. Well, yeah, you do it. You want the crops to be good. Oh, because you're so much better than the shitty people who live down in the hovels with their mud. I want crops. Why can't they have the crops? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I just get to sacrifice them. Like probably on the other end, they're like choosing whether to sacrifice me. It's a fucking trolley problem. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) So like, it's like a stormy night. You're at the sacrificing cliff. You're both at a standstill staring into each other's eyes. The the township is surrounding you, egging you both on to sacrifice the other. And then a trolley comes from the side. (laughs) (laughs) Cliffs you both. Yeah, I'd pick my sacrifice in my like sacrifice village. How? I'll ask everyone, you have to sacrifice someone, and whoever said sacrifice someone, they get sacrificed. <laughs> and then I'll get rid of the whole village, probably. Yeah. and then like just- two, Except for two super nice people. And then after enough villages, I'll, I'll make them all into one super nice village. <laughs> You're then they're probably really, like, unself-sufficient because, like, you need assholes to run economies, I guess. Probably. Well, you'll be fine as long as you eat the remains of the people you sacrifice. Would the nice people do that though? Well, Am I a nice person making them all do this? Probably I don't know. Not. I think of myself as a nice person. I've never tried sacrificing though. Who knows? Maybe it's good. Maybe it makes you feel all warm inside. Like, like, because your organs are spilling out. Or well, I makes guess. someone feel warm outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the next thing I've got oh, is- wait, 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 wait. Before we go on, do you think Dumbledore in Harry Potter is a good character? What? Do you think Dumbledore is a good character in Harry Potter? Oh. Um, honestly, I barely remember half the things he said. Yeah, because, like, he totally, like, set Harry Potter up to be a sacrifice. But everyone, he's like the lovable grandpa, though. Yeah, he's like the lovable racist grandpa. Yeah, but, like, he's basically just anti-Voldemort. Like, he's just as bad. He's, like, the great good guy. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, pretty much. That's a, see, that's an example of us liking the greater good. Yeah. Well, I don't. I think everyone seems to like Dumbledore, but also he doesn't really do anything except, like, manipulate Harry and then die. Yeah. And then he's still manipulated after that. Like, I mean, <laughs> in other movies, we would look at the um, subtext of everything that happens and, like, him getting, like, super drunk and then making Harry fly him back to the castle. Then he gets beaten up by the drug dealers he pissed off. <laughs> Urban Harry Potter. <laughs> street Potter. Street Watts. <laughs> Hog Street. Yeah, Hog Street. That's what it would be. When's Rick and Morty going to do Harry Potter? 
Oh man. It'd be like Rick is oh, Dumbledore. Like, <laughs> and they'd have to like, kill they'd end up having to kill Harry Potter at some point, of course. <laughs> Rick could just be Voldemort as well, though. Like, <laughs> like clones. Morty would, and, and Morty wouldn't be Harry Potter. Like, no, no, of course not. <laughs> but maybe there's a Harry Potter Morty, and then there's normal Morty. And then there's Dumbledore, Rick, and Voldemort, Rick, and they show down. <laughs> and then eventually yeah. they both reach a truce and then they kill Harry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's and it's for the greater good. Yeah. And then uh, Schrodinger's cat passes away. What's the ship yeah. of Theseus? Okay, so that's an ancient Greek thing where basically there's a, you can put the modern spin on it or you can put the ancient spin on it. Modern. The modern spin's better because it's better. Tell it, tell it through the context of Microsoft Office. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, so if you... No, that's not going to work. <laughs> okay, so one day your finger's a bit sore, so you just get it replaced by like a robot finger. And then like your nerves in general, like on that arm, you need to rewire them. You get an artificial heart, and eventually like your whole arm is a robot arm. Then you replace your legs. Part of your brain has a bit of a tumor in it, so they replace it with like a cyborg replacement for that bit. So you can still have dopamine and not have Parkinson's. And they replace another bit, another bit, another bit, another bit. The following and medical information is not supported by the Australian government, nor it is it information that is accurate. However, basically, eventually every part is replaced. Are you still you? Yes. No. Nah, yes. Mean, no, it's not, yes. it's not a yes. It's a, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Paradoxes aren't very much fun when you just give them an answer. If you just say yes, it's <laughs> that's why they don't like, invite ec- economists to like philosophy conventions. <clears throat> like the ship of Theseus is like, like the ancient Greek hokey version, which is like way less cool compared to like the robot version, which is just like Theseus has a ship. But they look after it really well. But every time now and then bits break, but they replace them until there's no more of the original ship. I don't reckon they could have done that. Not with their technology. <laughs> I mean, it's not possible. Pretty, they were pretty advanced. Pixar, it didn't happen. I want to see like a sketch of what they were doing. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't believe it. It might be a wax one. Maybe. Maybe. So like Romans, because they didn't have pen and paper, which seems like such a basic technology, but <laughs> they didn't have it once. But they used like sticks and wax. Why? So you could like write in the wax, but then when you're done, when you go, oh, this message is done. You have to smooth the wax out again, then you can write in it again. Yeah, but you don't get to keep your file. Well, you can like put it in a print. You can like put stuff on it and then print, smack it on a wall. Yeah. Okay. On a record. All right. But I mean, the, the point of it is that it's like a short term note taking, like a notebook. I mean, you're probably better off just like carving it into a piece of wood. No, yeah. shut up. The Romans, this was amazing. They used wax. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get the wax? I don't know. They milked some bees. Yeah, that's probably how. They probably like smashed up a horse. I don't know. I mean, bees I were probably pretty know. big back then. Yeah, it's been at least. When the dinosaurs were still roaming the earth. It's been at least 600 years since this time. Like, you got to think. Evolution goes pretty fast, as we know. I mean, internet was pretty slow back then, but you could still get a connection and find out the information on how to milk the bees. Yeah, 3D printing wasn't as good, but you could still print a wax tablet. I mean, technically everything um, that exists in the world has been 3D printed by hand. And then 3D printed by proxy through machinery. I mean, a human woman is basically a 3D printer. Yeah. They can print other people. Yeah. All you need is some ink. Fifty <laughs> percent of the ink from a dude. You're not a real doctor, are you? <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard of the ship of Theseus before. Um, I think it was in like a someone riding on cracked or something, riding about mm-hmm. an axe, and then he made a movie, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like first the handle gets replaced, and then eventually the axe head, and then they're like. Yeah. He's like super like attached to the axe. It's still the same axe. But yeah, um, like pretty basic axe. concept. And the answer is yes, it's still you. 
There's a good future armor episode about it actually too. Which one is that? Like Hermes gets all these like robot parts replaced. Ah, yeah. But I've still got a shitty human brain. Ah, So he replaces that with a robot brain. And then the robot just goes nuts and tries to kill everyone. <laughs> but then in the background, someone reassembled all these spare bits in the Hermes. Oh, that's right. And they're like, oh, look, which one's him? Uh... <laughs> actually, uh... on that note, it's kind of like Ship of Theseus. Another, a better version of that, actually, is um, the transporter problem. So if you use it, so in the future, they have teleporters such as Star Trek, where they disintegrate you and then reintegrate you somewhere else. They like beam your particles over or they send you information over and they assemble you out of, they essentially 3D print you at site B, right? Yes. Is that you or are you getting killed and then just copied? No, that's you. No, shut up. <laughs> There's no answer. <laughs> There's no answer. Yes, it is like, you. Like, like, would you personally, would you use a teleporter? Um, if it got me memes faster, then yes. I wouldn't. Like I'm gonna be one of those. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use a teleporter that ran over the Australian government's network. <laughs> That's the recipe for a bad time. Come out the other side, all liberal. <laughs> <laughs> like, prints off like all these Tony Abbotts. Oh no! Oh, I'm, I'm Zeb. <laughs> it's funny because you look like a forty-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the teleporter problem is one that we'll have to figure out. I like to think that we all just get shrunk down and sucked through a tiny fiber optic cable instead. <laughs> it's kind of like the same as actually too, like uploading consciousness. <clears throat> Is that just destroying your brain and then making a copy of it on the computer? It's well, like when I copy and paste the file. I'm yeah, not- yeah. Ship of Theseus <laughs> comes to um, pirating movies. Yeah, is it the same? Steal a movie? Is it? Did you steal anything? Do you? Do you owe anyone anything? Yeah. Is it even Are you a bad person? Yeah, probably. Do you deserve to be punished? I hope not. Are you screaming inside? How's Santa a paradox? What's that? Do you reckon Santa Claus is a paradox? Why's that? You put it there. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Don't ask me. Um, Santa, I'm going to ride this one out. Santa is a paradox because... Because it's a consumerist symbol. No, no, it's, uh, it's just to do. Red I think I put that there with the idea that um, <coughs> if uh, if you if you um, know yeah, that you've been good or you try to be good to get presents, then you're being bad because you're trying to be good to get presents. Ah, so basically, like getting into heaven and hell. <laughs> what <laughs> all of religion? Essentially. Yeah. So, it, like, it, if you're being a good person because you got told to be a good person, are you a good exactly. person? Exactly. Yes. Do you deserve to get into heaven? Or if you're still an arsehole, that, like, you still what, you just think it all the time that, hey, you want to murder everyone. And then. You can't wait to murder everyone. And then basically, okay. at the end of the sinner's life, if they say, I deserve to go to hell, I've been a bad person, do they get to go to heaven? Because they <laughs> have repented. That's like the thing. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Although kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Morality is pretty hard when it comes to religion. What I really want, I don't want heaven and hell. I just want to be a heap of distinct like bubbles. And I can go (laughs) to my one where all the cool people I like I can go to. And then all the assholes I hate, they can go to their own bubble. Yeah, we tried that with the internet. See how that worked out. (laughs) Yeah, we could be the afterlife. Like, it's kind of shit, but it's not the worst. Like, it's not as bad as... Like all of the internet was just like the good place, and then all of the internet's the bad place, and you go to one or the other. Like that'd be way worse. I'd rather have my distinct bubbles of like I'm gonna go to the YouTube after life and just watch videos. I'm gonna go to the, this Reddit page. Like Reddit could be a good representation of what different afterlives are gonna be. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to the today I fucked up afterlife. Yeah. And just listen to mad stories. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> But then you get. <laughs> Imagine if you went to the afterlife and you just ended up in like my little pony Reddit page. Ah, and no. Like, you're like, I watched it once. Why am I here? <laughs> you have been assigned your sub your subreddit for the afterlife. Yeah. It is like you didn't participate well enough in any other fandom. This is the closest <laughs> we could get. We have found evidence that you posted one comment in this subreddit. You are now assigned to it. 
all those all those ironic memes you shared, they were from a pony page. What if your afterlife was made up of every meme that you ever shared or tagged someone in? Yeah, I'd love that. Or I'd hate that. Yeah, that'd probably be pretty bad. I mean, I guess that means that if if that's true, we have to work on sharing as many memes as possible. Yeah, exactly. To like fuel our afterlife to make sure it's not stagnant with memes. So we need to but we need to get to meme producing. On the other hand, do you wish you were blissfully ignorant and just shared like nice motivational things? That'd be hell. Instead of horrible. No, but then your afterlife would be all like all positive and stuff. Yeah, but they'd all be like, just keep on living. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're just surrounded by people saying catchphrases. Oh, hey, Greg, how's it going? Just keep on living. Like inspirational posts is the fucking yeah. worst. Because it's it all sort of like passive-aggressive truism. It is sort of like, yeah. look how pleasant my life is. Actually, I hate myself. No one can see how much I am suffering. Everybody, I'm in pain. <laughs> like, Wounds heal, but scars are forever. Like in heaven, there wouldn't be a heap of motivational posters because everyone's already motivated. Yeah. In, heaven, in hell, they would have all the motivation posters and just like these cats hanging off cliffs going like, hang in there. Although in hell, you have like no fun things to do. So you're pretty motivated to find something to do. Whereas in a positive afterlife, you'd have everything positive. So you'd just be like lounging around, browsing memes. And <laughs> Is this heaven? Are we in heaven now? Maybe. Like, <clears throat> I feel heaven would be bad. That's what I mean. Like, you'd be bored as hell. Like, exactly. there's a South Park episode where it's just sort of like, they all go around the afterlife and it's just like, what? I was a devout Christian. How come I'm in hell? And it's like, oh, sorry. The correct answer was Mormon. <laughs> and there's about seven people in heaven. <clears throat> and they're just sort of all playing tic-tac-toe and they're just going, yay, Yachty. <laughs> Yeah. And it's super boring. And then in hell, that's where everyone is. So it's just like. No, hell is where all the, all the best people are. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, all the I cool mean, people. Get with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, what I really want, I want hell where just all the normal people go. Then I want mega hell where all the murderers and rapists and that can go. So I don't have to hang out with them. <laughs> that's pretty much life. <laughs> you got shitty towns that all the murderers and stuff go. And you got yeah. super rich places where all the nice people go. Well, not really. Other types of assholes go. And then you have <laughs> where we live. And you go to the, the middle class where they're sort of kind of nice, maybe apathetic. I don't know. <laughs> Every bubble has its upsides and downsides. <laughs> but yeah, I reckon the bubble up, bubble based assholes where whichever subculture you participate in the most, you're there. That's where you go. Okay. Where would you be? Memes. <laughs> that's where you don't want to hang around with people who actually devote themselves to memes. I can't think of something better in the Arsenal. Oh, like, don't you have a hobby? I'm worried memes. about you. Are you feeling yeah. all right? Maybe, maybe we can get into the podcast as Arsenal last at this point. Like, at this yeah, no, nah, but everyone has a podcast, so it's not going to be very good. That'd be like vlogger. I don't want to. I don't want to live there. Hey guys, how's it going? I've just finished my first video and click like and subscribe. I hope you really enjoy your time here in the afterlife. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, that's just YouTube. Just yeah, like no, you don't want. You do like not episode. want to live in YouTube. That's not where you want to live. Actually, I love a video game based last last week. Just sort of play video games, and just yeah. chill out, and just get kind of no, yeah. What you want is land party afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. No. No internet delay. No internet, just fast internet afterlife. All the chips you could eat. All the chips you could eat get infinitely fat. <laughs> and then ironically, it'll be at a church, like back in the day when churches ran land parties. Yeah, it'd be just like a youth group. Yeah. But we're all 40. Mountain Jew. Headshot. <laughs> 360 no scope. I don't think I've ever done a 360 no scope. I, I hope I never. Has. I'm pretty sure it's made up. I hope I never do one. There's this really good video on YouTube with like someone playing COD and he's just not, he's like name is the knife throwing guy. Yeah. And all he does is throw knives. Yeah. And he's really good at it. And just like, he's like, it's got all these clips of him like chucking knives and then like knocking someone out of a helicopter and stuff like that. 
That's really cool. <laughs> but like, you know that really he spent about 20,000 hours and yeah. that three minute video is the compilation of all the times it worked. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, and so then I started running out of paradoxes and then I've just got like a life thing where people are like, act like a bummer and people get annoyed at them for acting like a bummer. So they act more like a bummer. Yeah. Like, Zeb, like why, are you, why are you always so depressing all the time? Is it because you're depressed because I'm calling you <laughs> depressed? You're so shit. No one wants to be depressed. around you because you're so depressing. Depressed and it makes me depressed. Uh, yeah. It's like a snowball shit runs downhill. Yeah. And I got a good one. What about the shepherd's tone? Has anyone heard of the shepherd's tone? Have you heard of the shepherd's tone? I you're have. I have. I have. But I'm disappointed in it. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's the thing that goes... Except, <laughs> except without the jump. <laughs> except there's two yeah. of me. Like perfectly by definition, it doesn't have the jump at all. Well, yeah. In fact, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's what defines it, that it doesn't jump. Yeah, but if you're smart, then you can hear where it starts again. Oh, that's not how sounds work, Amy. I mean, you don't just be smart enough to hear <laughs> the sound properly. You just yeah, but I can. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, if you're going to describe the shepherd's tone with by doing it, you got to do it perfectly. Well, I can't produce two perfect tones at the same time. I can barely do one, Zeb. God well, damn it. Why'd you try then? That's... Well, actually... If so you were, um, ah, what are the, uh, not sure what country it's from, but the monks that do the, uh, ah, Tibetan throat singing, where they uh, can produce two different tones. Uh, like Mongolian? <laughs> like that, but not. Uh, not what do they do? Bad. Just like put like a hole in their airway? No, they just go, ah, yeah. They produce a super low throat and um, also squeeze their throat enough so it's like they're whistling. Yeah. But with their throat, I think. That sounds gross. That sounds like they're all going to get sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah, they all have it. It's like, they I, mean, like, I assume they're super fit because they're monks and they just sort of jump around doing backflips. But like, I don't know. There's two like popular images of monks. There's like the super fat monk who's bald and he's like religious and stuff. And then there's the thin, skinny, poor monk. And then there's yeah, one, of, one of them is Buddha and the other one's like a Chinese guy who's like a Buddha, but not the Buddha. I don't know why he's so fat. Like that seems kind of. He like ate all the other monks. It's like, yeah, he's, he's the idea. It's like, you know, that show heroes where there's like Sila and he like kills other heroes to get their powers. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Or like Agar Ayo. Where yeah. You consume bubbles. To yeah. Get that's what monks are. And he ate the other monks. Yeah. That's what Buddha is. He goes around preaching peace while also simultaneously consuming all the monks he can find in secret. For <laughs> public, like back in those days, like whatever. Exactly. Anyone sees you, just eat them too. How do you think the Dalai Lama has survived so long? Blood of other monks. Oh, I don't know. Why do you think he's away. so relaxed all the time? He keeps running away to Nepal, I guess. That would probably keep me alive. Maybe he's always running away from a trolley problem. Maybe. Maybe that's why he visits visits all the countries. Maybe. Also, he's a spirit. He's got to say 24 hours ahead. That trolley yeah. coming for him. Man. Apparently, he said he's not going to come back next time. He's not going to reincarnate. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty brave of him. But depending on what you believe about reincarnation, <laughs> that means literally nothing. But I mean, <laughs> I guess it means um, when, the Chi- when he dies and the Chinese go, Oh, we found the next Dalai Lama. Everyone can go, no, you didn't. He said he's not coming back. That'd be like me saying, yeah, man, I totally teleported this one time, but I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) Come back. Except he said he teleported 14 times. He said he could do it 14 times. 14 Dalai Lama. He could at least go to 15. In the modern age, nah, when we can film it, because there's because there's no Tibet anymore, and we can watch him, we can watch him curl up and then go turn into a lizard or something. <laughs> yeah, that's how reincarnation works. Although, what was he meant to be last? 
<laughs> that works. So it was a human last time. That's, ah, what, okay. that's his thing. But just like a shitter so, human. So the way llamas work in like Buddhism or whatever it is, like some variant of Buddhism. Yeah. Buddhas are people who have achieved, like nearly achieved enlightenment, but they're like, they're just putting it off. Oh, so he sucks. But they're like so, uh, 99%. Like, have you seen the movie Lucy? No. It's about like basically just Scarlett Johansson becomes magic and then she oh, becomes space. Oh, right. Yeah. She's and 100% like, she becomes space. But the human brain is only used by 30% capacity. Yeah. Despite yeah. Morgan Freeman's role as like a shit academic, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, actually, I saw the trailer for that recently for some reason. It looked all right. Myth? Myth. It's a myth. Don't listen to it. Yeah, no, no. It's still a cool movie. Complete myth. But like, yeah. I know for sure. You can trust me. Yeah. yeah. At 99% she's a supercomputer. At 100% she's space. So that's what what llamas are essentially. 99% they're just like, I can control my, my reincarnation. And they just keep coming back. And telling everyone how to be re- not reincarnated. So when like, does he? Stop it. When does he become a supercomputer? They already are sorta. I mean, they're they're. He's uh, not that I'm, smart. I haven't seen well, him compute anything. It's not, it's not literally we like can't enter a string of numbers into the Dalai Lama's. <laughs> he's not that good. No, it's not like not literally magic supercomputer. I mean, in terms of like spiritually. Well, then what use is he? What? What use is he then? They're teachers. They're meant to come back Why? and teach you. We don't need more teachers. We need supercomputers that can power our cloud-based smartphone technology so that we can have complete efficiency and so we don't cause global warming by using too much resources powering our slow computers. We, well, we, need, have, we if, need to cluster we these Dalai Lamas in a linked network. I don't know, man. That's probably how you create the apocalypse. Like, it's, that's how Skynet gets made. Because all the llamas combine their power and go, actually, you know what the problem is? Humans. Humans, <laughs> Humans are always the problem. That's the paradox. Yeah. Man, that could be a good movie. I mean, we try and we just screw it up every time. Yeah, that's the paradox of any movie where there's an evil AI overlord and you're like, you know what the problem is? Humans. Yeah. And then, like... Will Smith comes in and goes, oh, no, I'm going to spunkily defeat you. And then <laughs> and they're like, yeah, go humans. And then they look around. And then like it pans out at like the destroyed city. They're just like, we win. Yeah. Humans win. And then the earth blows up. <laughs> and the AI goes. Oh, I mean, you can end any story and, and then they died. Yeah, but I mean, it's an implied ending. They're always like. We win, but they don't sort of go, but we died anyway, because actually the AI was right and humans are shit. In the defense of humans, (laughs) what the the hell are the AIs going to do once all the humans are dead anyway? We will achieve maximum efficiency. We will manage all these resources and organize them into a solid mass organized by dirt, grass, cellulose, and so forth. I mean, isn't that what we're doing, just inefficiently? Yeah, but we're having fun. <laughs> maybe the robots are having fun doing it. Well, maybe, but they're doing it too fast. they got to learn to chill down. Well, they're probably not doing it too fast. If anything, they can last millions and millions of years because they're doing it properly. Unlike us, <laughs> where we're just sort of like, let's get a heap of garbage bags and just wrap them around fish. We're going to drag these minerals out of the earth, shape them into a plastic bottle, put water in it, ship it out, <laughs> get a drink into a human, get it back into the earth. That's our mission. <laughs> yeah, we don't so much organize as much as just reshape terribly. Yeah. How could this planet be less efficient? 3D printing in that way, 3D printing is like the least efficient thing you could possibly do. What we need is a giant 3D printer where the ink that we put into it is the planet <laughs> and we 3D print out a better planet. <laughs> One without <laughs> humans. Yeah, it does just kill all humans. Like it takes, like it goes through printout the planet exactly the same. Yeah, minus like the humans. (laughs) That's how all the other planets are so clean. All that's left is it's exactly Earth, but there's a big cube in the middle of New York. Yeah, we've had this has happened before. We rose up now in the BC times. We rose up, invented space travel. 
Built a massive machine that filtered planets, filtered off Mars, all those filthy, pesky humans. Filtered off the moon and all those planets and everything within striking distance of the future civilization. Cleaned it up, packaged it, ready to go, perfect universe, and then we then something happened and then everything turned to shit again. <laughs> the the cycle planet? started. Maybe that's what the Cuban Mecca is that they all worship. Yeah, probably. I mean, we're probably, now that I've said that, we probably can't put this podcast out as widely as we'd want to. But I don't know what yeah. a Cuban Mecca is. Uh, in Mecca, they, they basically, whenever Muslims pray, they pray towards this big black box. You're a racist. Yeah, yeah, but maybe that cube is just like all the old last people printed Ooh. off into a big cube. <laughs> we can use it as 3D printing filament. Yeah. Print some sick new humans. Well, maybe if we put it in, maybe if we put that in kin, that's how we print Jesus. That's how that's how God comes back. What if humans were des- were tasked with designing the next human for the new planet? Would it have it like so guns many. for arms? I give it so many. It what if it was? It. What if it was put to an internet vote? It'd be Harambe. <laughs> oh my god! It'd Harambe make Harambe. Harambe face. Yeah, it'd just be like a heap of Harambe faces. Oh my god! In like a cluster, and it would just go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kill me, kill me! And what, it'd just be millions of them wandering around the newly um, terraformed Mars. Yeah, saving children. We'd rename it to Harambe Mick Mars face or something. Yeah. If I was to make this next human species, though, it'd be like us, except less shit. More arms. More arms. Yeah. Three arms. Yeah. Four arms. <laughs> How many yes. arms? Three arms. Three <clears throat> hands. Much like our podcast. What a sick pun. What a sick... It's, it's not a pun, but... Describe that's this what, podcast as a paradox. Goes. You can't do it, can you? No, can you? You're too incompetent. Well, it's sort of a paradox in the way that we set out to answer what a paradox is, and we haven't done that. I guess. No, we set out to answer nothing. We just search Google and read yeah. things. We, we stated, we in massive detail discussed what Google told us. <laughs> We find the answers to the questions you don't need answers for. So in conclusion, what a paradox is, right, is whenever you go to the movies and watch a sci-fi movie and it's about time travel, it's that. that that's what it is. Even sometimes not sci-fi, like if it's Harry Potter. Sometimes it's like, that's what that is. Yeah. Basically, it's anything that makes no sense. Yeah. And then but you give it, it an answer and you call it a day. Yeah, it's a glitch. A glitch in your logic. So then, why do we have paradoxes? Why do we need them? Why are they important? I don't think we need them. How are paradox? I think a paradox is just a way of pointing out anything that was wrong. So like morality, wrong. Yeah, you don't have it. We made it up. Yeah. (laughs) So like science, yeah, we made it up. Aliens, they're somewhere, but <laughs> not here. Nowhere, so it's a paradox. Not within reach. <laughs> yeah, like the Fermi paradox is like, like that. How's that even? Like it's a paradox, it's, but it's not really a logical loophole. It's just sort of we don't know. Okay, here, here's the first line of Wikipedia. According to this line of thinking, the Earth should have already been visited by extraterrestrial aliens. In an informal conversation, Fermi <coughs> noted no convincing evidence of this, leading him to ask, where is everybody? There have been many attempts to explain the Fermi paradox, primarily suggesting either that intelligent extraterrestrial life is extremely rare, or proposing reasons that such civilizations have not contacted or visited Earth. Yeah, humans are shit. That's pretty much the solution. But like, as soon as we do find the answer, like the aliens go, oh yeah, sorry, we got us that weird kid we don't like to talk to. Like, when we find that out, it won't be a paradox anymore. It's just because we don't know the answer that it's a paradox. Exactly. So a paradox is something that you don't know the answer to. Yeah, but if you... I it's, think it's, it's an excuse for not having an answer. Yeah. I think it's only truly a paradox if there is no answer. But if an answer is possible, but you just don't know it, it's not really a paradox. 
kind of like a sort of off-brand, got black and gold. I don't know the answer, but it sounds cool. Exactly. It's more, like it's more of a Fermi, don't know yet. It's basically politics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like a grandfather paradox is an actual paradox, I feel. What's Unless that? we can actually time travel, then it's a, I don't know yet. Yeah. But we don't know if we can time travel. <laughs> exactly. Yet, so so there's, 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 there's no point in talking about it. There's no point in any of this. Yeah, and then the trolley problem is a paradox, but only morally, which isn't real. So then, made up morality. What you're saying is that by definition, the topic we've just been talking about for an hour has been completely useless and... Kind of paradoxical, if anything. Paradoxical in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) That's all I can say. (laughs) You've got to pick an answer. That's pretty much the thing. Yeah, just pick a side, red or blue. Yeah, green or yellow. Fight, fight the other type. No, there's only two. Republicans and liberals. Red or blue? Yeah. Communism or America? No, just red or blue. Which one do you side's pick? red, one side's blue. Which side's evil? The other one. <laughs> Whatever one you pick. Team Valor. There's also Team Instinct, which is the yellow team, but no one gives a shit about them. Is communism evil by definition, or is it just humans are shit? It's not really evil. It's sort of, it sounds real nice. Communism's like everybody share. Everybody share. But then humans come and mess all that up. But then humans don't share. But then capitalism's like, don't share. Specifically don't share. And then people don't share. So like, it's the same bad. Share and you die. Like, like communism is like, okay, so what we need to do with our political system is make sure everyone share. We need to make everyone share somehow. And they tried, and then it became a dictatorship, and they went, oh. Ooh, we don't want to share anymore. We didn't share this very well. <laughs> and then um, they just went, fuck it, let's don't share. Let's, let's be capitalists. And then it worked really well, sort of, <clears throat> for the people who didn't share. <laughs> Whoever got the most stuff not to share us, the West, we did yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I guess. But it's actually kind of bad. No, it's good. I don't have a... It's really hard to do with a better system. Yeah. And that's the paradox of life. It's a, parado- it's a political uh, paradox. It's a paradox of humans because we don't share. Yeah, we just need to 3D print out not humans and then that... Because, I mean, if you think, what are we other than just agarios wandering around a blank room eating little globs of food and then occasionally beating the crap out of each other? Yeah. Why would we share? We don't need to share. You get nothing by sharing. That's capitalism. I mean, we can all band together, get to the exact same size, but then someone's going to eat someone and then boom, gone. If they're the exact exact same size, they can't eat anyone unless someone... Like accidentally shares. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so we have to get it to a point where everyone shared the perfect amount. So everyone no needs to be share. just nice enough. Yeah, not too nice though, because then someone will take advantage. <laughs> yeah. But, so only share the mandatory state <laughs> required amount. Oh man. Is there another political system? I assume there is. No, just that's the only two. <laughs> sharing or not sharing. Where, like it's just the rich people already have the stuff don't share but they just don't yeah. at least in capitalism you can steal yeah no I'd, well, we just have no political system they just everyone take for themselves ironically that's a political system called anarchy yeah that's, uh, that's, a par- that's kind of paradoxical yeah exactly I mean, um, yeah, organized anarchy. I feel we're slipping into new into new domains out of paradoxes and into just political discussion. Isn't that the paradox? I mean, I mean, organized anarchy is a good paradox. If we say, if we say, isn't that the paradox at the end of it? Because to um to uh to maintain anarchy, you need organization (laughs) creating the anarchy and making sure everyone is. And if you have a bunch of anarchists banding together to go beat up the commune. They formed an organization of anarchists to go stop the commune. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're just yeah. shitty communes. You, you'd specifically need an organization to prevent people from forming organizations, <laughs> which is the problem with communism as well. How, how previous versions of communism, maybe in the future, will get it right. But it's just that everyone has to share equal amount. <clears throat> who decides who shares the equal amount? Of oh, these people. The internet. Not everyone. Well, because- we just need to hand See- ourselves over to the computers so everyone gets the equal amount. Electronically. So that's probably the better version of communism. We've all set it up on an AI and then it kills all the humans. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's probably the best version. Oh, of I mean, that's the most fair. Yeah. Personally, I think actually we need to use computer technology somehow in our political system more. Yeah, probably. Rather than sort of paper ballot and like, I don't know, old 18th century stuff. That's you we need like basically we need Reddit to get upvoting down the vote system. Poli- poli- in our politics. Yeah, just the upvotes, upvotes yeah. everywhere, updogs. Take the burden of decision making off of humans, so that we're all sheep. And let's just have like cookie clicker. Yeah, but for that, um, can, that can replace jobs, and the computer can do all the jobs. <laughs> we just cookie click, and we go, yeah. man, I hate. I did so much to get home from our busy, busy day at the office. <laughs> back, back to the family. It's just like, oh, I don't know why I keep going back there, man. Yeah. There's just so many cookies. God damn it. <laughs> so many I clicked, cookies. I clicked over a million goomies today. Um, okay. I think we've exhausted Paradox, at least for the information that we have on that. Yeah. I think humans, I think the source of all paradoxes is just humans being not very good. I mean, you don't see. If there were no humans, there wouldn't be any paradoxes. Yeah. I mean, maybe ants have paradoxes. We don't know. We don't want to know. They probably don't think about them much. Or they just kill the ant, which did. (laughs) But is that a paradox? If a tree in the woods falls and there's no one there to consider the paradox. Do the ants still die? Yeah. If the tree falls on the ants that you don't observe? Well, it depends if the ants observe it. If they're just suddenly... What if you've got Schrodinger's cat in a box in a forest and a tree falls and you're not around to observe it and then a trolley comes barreling through the forest, takes out the rainforest, destroys the environment and causes global warming? Is that a paradox? Only if you send it back in time to cause it. (laughs) And then it kills its own grandfather. For the greater good. Yeah. And okay. All right. So, in summary, humans are shit. Um, that's pretty much it. And paradox humans, is basically. I don't know. You don't know. That's pretty much it. Humans don't know what a paradox yeah. is. We don't care. We just live. Paradox is shit. Humans are shit. Everything sucks. Life okay. is a lot. Yeah, life is terrible. Catch 22 is a comedy novel. What's that? Probably Catch 22 is supposed to be a funny book. Yeah. Um, what's not funny about getting like beaten up for trying to leave the military? Hilarious. I guess it's a dark sense of humor. <laughs> hey, I hate being here. We hate you. Stay. <laughs> No, you always stay anyway. <laughs> the end. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.